One, two. Have we started? We're going. We're doing it. <laughs> Hello, all, and welcome hey, to another TMG interview. Okay, wait. One, two. Thank you. Yes, it's uh, Paul Preston here, returning champion, ladies and gentlemen. Michael Filippowicz joining in the Admirals Club once again. What we call this lovely uh, color purple, so close to the. uh, What's up, Oprah? Now, some of you will be hearing this in an audio podcast. For those who are witnessing the visual, colored pee hole. Mike has colored Colored his hair. Colored pee hole, manly pee hole. And now he's colored his hands in the process. I haven't colored my hair. I've colored my hands. And your hair accidentally became purple at the same time. But so is your neck. Like, what happened? My neck is. This pink on your neck too. Red purple, neck. purple neck. <laughs> purple neck. Some guy in another job is Mr. Purple. You're Mr. Pink. Guy, guy's got the goddamn message. <laughs> Old boy. Uh, last time, Old man. Last time Mike was here, he was in a movie called American Exorcism. Correct. A horror film. Since yes. then, he's worked a ton, and I just wanted to get the, the world caught up. Horror film. A horror film? Not the not a horror, film. Not a horror, horror film. Not a film with horrors. Right. Well, I went to see the Amityville Horror. By the way, that's a that's a that's on Redbox. <laughs> Amityville Whore. The Amityville Whore. Uh, but now you've been on a, a bunch of other stuff. So let's get people caught up because our previous interview was high energy as this one is starting out the same. Feel that? And people dug it. You feel that? And they probably want to know what you're That's up to. That's napalm, now. son. <laughs> they want to know what I'm up to? Yeah. All right. Where should I start? Well, let's start, start where off. we left off. Let's go with, yeah, chronologically. So after American Exorcism, you would appear in a television show called Doubt. Now you say Doubt to me, I think of the Meryl Streep, Amy Adams film based on the John Patrick Shanley play that he directed. But there was a television show. Based, this seems like the kind of show I would be on because I think it lasted for one season. So, okay, so 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 the you're thinking of a play written by John Patrick Shanley starring Meryl Streep? Correct. So this is based on uh, the memoirs of Meryl Streep while she was preparing uh, for John Patrick Shanley's Doubt. Yes. Without uh, a doubt. Starring Ellie Gould. And his salami trick. Are we going to get any truth? Out Genoa of- salami. <laughs> truth. No, that's another show. Truth. Oh, that's starring. Uh, that's starring. Um, the guy from uh, the vampire or the umpire from Lost Boys. Donald Sutherland's boy. Oh, Kiefer Sutherland. Boy. Well, you've been with Kiefer Sutherland twenty four. I've been about with him biblically. Time. My so, wife had sex with him. My ex wife. So doubt. In a hotel room. Oh, oh, she said it was only tea, but uh, I'm sure there was some sugar. <clears throat> so doubt is Catherine Heigl. She's definitely not Meryl yes. Streep. So this is what did you do on that show? Okay, so that was a show that I think was one of those shows where she played a lawyer and her ex-boyfriend had abused her and he went to jail. And I played a red herring. Actually, that was my character's name. I'm Red Herring. I had red hair down below. Purple herring. Eggplant. Like, You're an eggplant. What? what the, I played a criminal, okay. a, a wife abuser. You're like the go-to guy for criminal, right? The guy who cross-examined me might have been the guy from Silver Spoons who played Ricky Schroeder's Alfonso Ribeiro? Oh, wait, the play's brother? Gary Coleman? I TV to, show. I had to go down the EM, IMDb because there's like a thousand names. How, and this was only 13 episodes, I think. Of Doubt? Show. Yeah, there were like a ton of people on that show. Yeah. Why wasn't I it. on that show? Why weren't you on it? Yeah. Well, you weren't on it? I, I mean, it looked like everybody was. Wallace Langham was on that show. Who's Wallace Langham? He won me $3,000 on a game show. You know I was on a game show. Do you know I was on a game show? I did not. Did we talk about that? Let that happen. Me and Jimmy Kimmel. Explain. Win Ben Stein's money. You were on Win Ben Stein's money. Posted on YouTube. I played a mortician. Oh, you were were acting on the show. No, 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 no. If you look at it, I told them I was a mortician. I was in the country illegally, but I think the statute of limitation has worn out. And I, 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 by the way, I want a smoking barbecue. But Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy, you got to watch it. It's posted. You see, I'm a mortician. If you search Ben Stein's money, mortician, you'll find me. Okay. And, and, and you'll see Kimmel and I, our career, there. Let me ask you this. You appeared in a show called The Oath. Now, I immediately thought this was the show with, uh, what's his name from Breaking Bad? Aaron Paul. But it's not. It's another show. These are all show. cheap knockoffs. So that they just use the name. This is, uh, are you familiar with 50 Cent? Of course. <clears throat> oh, did he produce that? He did. Why uh, do you think he calls himself 50 Cent? I think you'd go the full dollar if you're that guy. Like Ty, Ty Dollar Sign? There's this guy named Ty Dollar Sign? Ty Sheridan? Now, if I came out, I would be like dollar uh, fifty. Ty Cobb? Who are the... Uh, Cagney and Lacey? Who's that woman? Ty... Tyne Daly. Tyne Daly. Yes. That guy, Carson Daly's guy from... Who's the Jewish guy from Aluminum Siding movie? Mickey Rourke. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. 
I'm not following that one. Uh, Mickey Rourke, Paul Reiser, Tim Daly. Diner? Diner. Uh, he was the aluminum signing guy? I'm going to put my dick in the popcorn. That was funny. Carol Heathrow, she's death. Now, wait a minute. In, this, in the oath, you're listed as Michael Filipovich. <sighs> Bastards. What's that about? I guess they didn't have enough money to spell my name correctly. <laughs> Is that really they it? They shot her in Puerto Rico. You didn't like say Rico were, Suave. You didn't say you were Michael Filipovich? Did I didn't say anything. But they, they didn't ask you. me. No. It was right. We filmed that during the hurricanes. Now to be called Himicanes or Theracanes or Theracanes or Usicanes. You have Ukrainian heritage, though, don't you? I do. From Kiev, Ukraine. There's a war going on. I know. A I war. There will always be a war. Natural state of man is war. And you've always played, but you've played some <clears throat> Russian, not always, but you've played some Russians. Russian roulette. Yeah, and, uh, but you're Ukrainian. Always bet on black. So are you going are you, are you, are you to go there? Go where? To Ukraine? I am. What is that going to entail? Getting on a plane. I imagine. That's how it works. Yeah. One of these ones that are going overhead. Going to go to Kiev. First, I'm going to go to India. Mumbai, India. One way. Okay. In one week from now. If you decide to show this, if you decide to post this, <laughs> we'll see. some very interesting information. The jury's still out. The jury. 12 Angry Men. Jack Lemmon. That, that's Sose. a movie and an actor, yes. And then that's a character. Can we talk about films? What are we here to talk about? Doubt? Plot? Talk What's about after doubt? What comes after my career? What, what my career is over. Comes, that was the oath. What comes after the oath? Maybe Mindhunter. The Rookie? Did you appear on The, the Rookie the, with uh, Nate Fillion? I did. Not, not with him, The Rookie. Somebody, so I also, okay, so I guess we're going to get to, I also appeared on Westworld. Now, on the rookie side, an interesting pattern started to happen where the leads like to lean in with their knee and touch my nut a little bit. What? Just they lean in with their knee a little bit and just touch my nut, and they say, hey. And after a few takes, I go like, now, do you realize you're touching my oh, nut? this is during acting. Yes. Okay. During a take. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have my cans on. After the monsieur director calls action and lights a camera, they're rolling, I'm ready for my close-up. And then, and, then, and then usually somebody comes real close to one of my testicles. They had and a they, French director on, uh, on The Rookie. Oh, Francais. She was Chinese. Yeah. Okay. Chinois. But Chinois. French with a French dialect. MSG. <laughs> MSNBC. Did, did, here's a question. Actually, this okay. is coming in from a listener. Did anything real ever happen to you? <laughs> this immediate response. The rookie? No. You the rookie. Enjoy, the bookie. It? The bookie. My mother was a bookie. You told me that. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And um, did she ever have to like break a leg or something? No. She 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 had a lot of just kind of wealthy clients, but a couple times the police did break down our door. Um, she spent a little time in prison, a lot of time in prison. Wow. She did her time, hard time, hard time. She was scared straight. She had her stomach stapled, and uh, I came out breach. I was a breach birth. Upside. You know what that means? Breach? Uh, yeah, you're, you're the wrong side around, right? Upside down? I don't yeah. know if it's the wrong side. Ass Whatever. first. Another side. Ass first. The only, yeah. yeah, another side. Yeah. An opposite side than one you would want. One, one, one my mother would want because it's, it's very painful to, to, to if your ass comes out of the vagina first. Let's cut to Mindhunter because you were on Mindhunter. I was on Mindhunter. Uh, very disappointing because Fincher was an idol of mine. And I think uh -oh. the last time I was here we talked about it, me meeting an idol of mine, David Caruso. Yes. And that didn't go well. Right. I'm Got the call from Larray. Larray, uh, not Larry, but Larray. Hey, Larray. That's his casting director. Cast for all his stuff. So I'm a big Fincher fan. Uh, Fight Club, The Game. Love. I don't really like Zodiac. Panic Room. Zodiac Seven. I love. I don't like The Panic Room because it has Jared Leto in it, and I think he's a shitty actor. Um, and I just got this theory yesterday that the only time you put Jared Leto in a movie is if you want to really just have something that's beautiful and then destroy it. Something like that. So that's why I think they kicked the shit out of him in Fight Club. And then they put him in like, he did play the Joker, but I think that was because Margot Robbie, like if you put him next to Margot Robbie, you're like, oh, who's prettier? I'm not sure. Would you fuck Jared Leto? No. Have you? No. I heard he likes to wear a diaper. Is that true? Fine. Is it fine? It's fine by me. It's not fine. Dude, that, 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 I'm not hurting anybody. He's not hurting anybody if he wears a diaper. It's not is that is is that the is that the the line if you're hurting somebody? See, I had a totally different question about Mindhunter. Go ahead. <laughs> you want to? Is do, it do true want to Fincher does like thirty takes? No, we hundreds, hundreds. Really? And so the scene even was, for TV, when you think you got a 
It's not TV, my friend. Got to move it around. It's, it's Netflix. It's Netflix. Cable. But you got to crank it out more episodes. I think you'd want to move it along. Instead, he still does long. That's why they're not making the show anymore because it cost way too much fucking money, yeah. and the dude just didn't care. So we did easily a couple hundred takes of the scene. He doesn't move in for coverage. He shoots the whole thing. Fourteen pages. We shot fourteen pages. I ate hundreds of Malamars, hundreds, Malamars, black balls. That's how they get me to talk. Put a couple of chocolate balls in my mouth. I'll say anything. You got any chocolate balls? Salty chocolate balls? I haven't done that here, and you'll Salty you're saying anything. Salty chocolate balls. Yeah. I know. Uh, looks like you got a black thing over your face, like you've been censored. Yeah. <laughs> I get that from this angle. Like yeah. you've been emasculated. It's a microphone there. <laughs> it's a microphone. Yeah. I heard you rock the microphone with a pantyhose. What else you want to ask? Beastie Boys. What's next? Yeah. Uh, no, I was just no wanting. Oh, I want to know about those takes. Did you said didn't hundred takes? Yeah. Well, uh. The guy who plays, I worked with one of the cops. Who's the guy? Well, Jonathan Groff. And Jonathan Groff. Guy. Yeah. Really good guy. We shot it in Pittsburgh. It's legit. You never see a camera. Everything's set up. You just keep rolling. You just keep rolling. Fincher just keeps shooting, which I love. He sets everything up, and he sits there behind this thing, and he's just like a, like a, like it's, it was a spiritual experience. I love him. So wait, you love him or you were disappointed? It sounded like you were almost disappointed. I was disappointed because I went there for two days. I made no money. Um, I didn't get a chance to talk to him. Um, I was a bit starstruck, so I was a bit fumbling. He's a really unassuming guy. We didn't get to hang out. Um, Pittsburgh is a cool place. Ah, I saw the Mr. Rogers Museum. I, <laughs> I, I, I yeah. didn't know there was such a thing. There is. You went to that? I did. I, I lived. I stayed right next door in some crappy hotel. I was there for three weeks. That's the other thing. Three weeks. Right, to shoot 14 pages. To shoot 14 pages. One scene, which is 14 pages long. But it had a lot of, like I guess, larger, more famous people in it, so I was kind of treated like a piece of shit, which often happens. Does that segue into the next thing, how Bass Reeves, um, David Ayawalu, and Tyler Sheridan, Kevin Costner, Yellowstone, you like that dude, Indiana Jones? Harrison Ford is in that. The guy who died with the mustache. They're all in that Yellowstone, stupid oh, yeah. cowboy. I smell like leather, but my wife is blonde. I'm Oprah with a mustache. I'm a black Lone Ranger. I'm Johnny Depp. I'm Tonto. I'm whoever. You're not helping the listener follow. <laughs> the listener <laughs> so, can't follow anything. So That's why they make shitty shows for dumb listeners. You're, but you went from Mindhunter, right? Okay, so you want to talk about... We'll I don't want to talk about anything. I, I, wherever you want to go, we can jump back and forth. I, I, I got it all up here. It's okay. So what you were talking about is David Fincher. Yeah, great director, Gr uh, interesting man, uh -huh. and, and 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 for he's obviously the most I think the most famous director I've ever been, with and and very just he works with you, and after every take, he's got yellow legal pads and he's just yelling notes, and so he comes to you with like notes and just expects you to do everything. All the time. It's, Are there I long stretches of doing nothing? Never. No. Never. It's always something. All, they're just shooting all the time. You're shooting 14 pages and then cut. And then he comes and gives you notes, 14 pages cut. Still and shooting. Oh. He, he runs eight cameras all the time. And he shoots it a thousand different ways. That's it. He just keeps shooting it. Wow. Amazing. And I you're was nervous. A, and you're a, uh, William Pierce Jr. in that. William Pierce Jr., an actual murderer, and I got to work with the vocal coach who taught Tom Hanks, Forrest Gump, huh? which is really interesting. Okay. Yeah. So they paid the vocal coach more than I got paid. Let's talk about money. Do people want to know how much money people make on something like that? I mean, there's a straight I made 800 up. bucks. So certainly. For Mindhunter. 800 bucks to work with David Fincher. I burnt working with Fincher. And, and a year later, I was shooting SWAT downtown. And he was there shooting with Gary Oldman, Mank. And I went on the set. I stole money from SWAT because my character was getting $2 million. So I stole some counterfeit money and tried to give David Fincher $10,000 in his hand as he's filming Gary Oldman. I'm watching him on the monitor. And it's a movie about, they're making a movie about Orson, Orson Welles. Yeah. Is there another Orson? Orson, Orson Bean? Bean. There's an Orson Who's Orson Bean? Bean? Is it's he like, like a, a, a 70s personality? comedian, yeah. A fringe comedian? Fringe. He's not like Marcel Jim Carrey Marceau? or anything. Yeah. Jim Carrey's not a fringe comedian. Exactly. He's French. He's mainstream. Mainstream. Yeah. Anyway, where were, where are we? Uh, you were sneaking Fincher? out of the set of Mank. Mank, yeah. No, I wasn't sneaking. So oh, okay. I, I, I made friends with the person who colored my hair. 
and she's personal friends. She's worked on every Fincher movie, and so I, I texted her. That's when I had a phone. I had a phone back then, and I was on the, f- the set of SWAT, which was a very unsafe show starring this guy. Shamar Moore. Who was on Young and the Restless, is that right? He's a handsome guy. He's handsome, but I'm pretty sure, I don't know, can we talk openly about these people? Do you care? I don't care. Yeah, he's a douchebag. Okay. He's just a douchebag. Everybody else on the show, and there's a guy who kind of looks like Trump. He's like, Ooh, Kenny, John- Kenny Johnson. He's like a dumb white guy with like, Ooh. Kenny yeah. Johnson, that's his name? I yeah, don't know. Kenny Johnson. Ooh. He kind of looks like Trump. He kind of looks like Trump having an orgasm. <laughs> if Trump and Frankenstein That is not a ha- visual I want to have. You have it though, right? Mentally, I know, now mentally I do. a picture Thanks. of Kenny Johnson Thanks, coming dummy. on Trump's. No, that's anyway not... They got a Chinese dude who I fought. They got a couple of hot Latino brajoles. And they got, you know, some that over-the-hill kind of dude in an overcoat who's, who's going to chew their ass. Damn it, and, Shamar Moore. Yeah, God damn it. Turn in your tin. You have gone too stop far. Stop looking so handsome. You, God. <laughs> if you spend as much time looking handsome as you, or whatever, chasing the bad guys. Damn you. Handsome. Damn you. Can't even do it. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, let's, let's cut to that. So SWAT, totally different kind of shows. CBS than Mindhunter, which is Netflix. Is it SWAT? C- says CBS right there. Ah, it's, yeah, some letters. Right ABC, CBS. Put an A there. It's always it's three letters, yeah. CIA? Uh, so different. different th- are they moving fast? Because SWAT? like, see, Yeah. Those shows, it's all about, I feel like people want to bang the people who work in hair and wardrobe and the kind of food that they have. That's about it. The big... Those kind of shows like SWAT or like CSI, Pittsburgh, those shows are just craft service. Craft service and haircuts, pretty much. And, uh, you know, they got a few token Chinese dudes, Asians, weird people. I don't think they uh, do well. These shows? I don't think Incredibly so. well. Do they really? still on TV? Yeah. I don't know how. I don't know. I mean, it just feels like they're no expensive. One, no one ever talks about these shows. They talk about all the streaming stuff. No one uh, talks about you any would, of the I don't cable talk, shows. I'm just, I, you're the only person I ever talked to. And when was the last time I talked to you? It's been seven years. So I don't know what people talk about. I'm <laughs> yeah. talking about shit right now. Yeah, Am yeah. I not a person? You are. Okay. Yeah. I don't watch it. Well, we're talking about because you were on it. Talk about the general uh, public. They're also on. Are they talking about it? Oh, but did, my episode, I got to blow up. The, there's a... Shamar Moore? Uh, I no. blowed him up real good. He drives a truck called Black Betty. Whoa, Black Betty, Ramelan. Black yeah. Betty was not my Ramelan. I blow it up. So this, I, I play this guy who is, has been in jail for 17 years, right? Him and three guys break out, and you know how much they want? They hold a kid hostage. They want a million dollars. And I was like, yo, a million? He breaks out of prison. He kidnaps a kid. He blows some shit up. He wants, what's he going to do with a million? He's got four guys. Where are they going? TJR Fridays? They're gonna play some ski ball. What the, what the balls? You know what I'm saying? What the balls? I the- say so. I, I got them to give me two mil. Not a writing credit, even. Not a writing credit for up two million. You That's- changed the plot by by suggestion. I changed the plot. You know those 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 ten d bags in the CBS writing room. I think a million dollars is a lot of money. I played that just to get my tits removed. Well, look, they're on strike because a million dollars is a lot of money, and they're Who's not they? making that. What do you mean they're the on WGA. strike? Who's, what's the WGA? The Writers Guild of America. How about SAG? They're on, they're on strike, too. Who, who are they? The is, that, is that not is us? Quiz? Is that the not Screen us? Screen Actors Guild. That's us. Am I an actor? Yeah. Why? Are you? Yeah. Why? Because we belong to the union? Who tells us we can't work? No, it's the union, that, but when we work, they set the guidelines of how we work. Oh. You well, know this. What are we doing? Okay, so let's talk about that. You think okay. that's what they do? Let's talk about that. You ever had a problem? SAG ever helped you with anything? I know that this is a sore spot for you because SAG has not helped you with something. You want to talk about a sore spot, my friend? Let's I'll show go. you a sore spot. This is, this, Don't this. show me a sore sp- spot. Tell me about a sore spot. Want sh- want, I'll show you a spot that feels good. Don't, you- don't rub it. Is that your knee in my test? All right, get out. <laughs> Two testicles. All right, go ahead. About what? Well, you go. we can jump to that if you want. Jump to what? Uh... I was going to talk about Westworld. Oh, let's do that. Let's talk about, let's talk about Westworld. We're, Jeffrey Wright. I was also a big fan of that guy. He played Basquiat. He also played yeah. with my nuts a little bit. He couldn't keep his knees off my balls. Knees and cocks. One testicle. He's like, I'm like, dude, you really? The shot's here. Your knee and my balls, I know probably feels good to you. I'm not interested. He's like, what do you mean this? 
And then I got down on one knee and I was like, you, sir, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. And then the stunt guys were like, yo, man, just keep it quiet. Just keep it on the down low. We rehearsed four days with stunts. This guy shows up and all he can talk about is how he sucked um, Will Smith's dick on the set of Muhammad Ali. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's room 222. That's the documentary about Kubrick and the lunar landing. I do this with my hair. Uh-huh. Coffee's for closers. Right, Alec Baldwin? Alec Baldwin shot a guy. You want to talk about that? On his face. Is he getting off? Gonna... Kim Bassinger. Basinger. Yeah. She plays guitar. Yeah. What do you think about that? What do you think about those apples? The, you what do you think about those apples? Dumped a lot on me. I don't, I don't know where to begin. Dumped. Matt Damon. Did you see Oppenheimer? Matt Damon. Yes. Is he Jewish? Oppenheimer? Yeah. I don't know. They really didn't go into it. Frankenstein? Michael Douglas's hairdresser? Michael Douglas's hairdresser on the game. It's beautiful. Oh, Falling down. Yeah, it is. It is. Westworld. Okay. Oh, hey, we're back on topic. So, you so, can do it. So, so, so you know that I was originally up for a series regular on Westworld. Now, were you on the good season or the bad season? Because I never watched the show, but apparently it was a great first season, and then it kind of went... Hey. Yeah, it was not... I, and think, it, that, it happens I was to me on a the lot. season where Aaron Paul came back, or where Aaron Paul started. Okay. Uh, why, why? That's the second time we talked about Aaron Paul? Yeah, he does stuff. I don't like that guy. Don't like him at what all. What did he do? No, he was on Baking, Bre- Baking Bad? Baking Bread? Baking Bread? Baking Bread. Baking Bread with Tom Papa? Ba- breaking Bread. Breaking... With Pope John with Paul. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Remember we talked about Jesus last time? Let's talk about we Jesus did? again. Yeah. Jesus. So, Westworld, you were, you were on the show. I love that sh- I, right. I love the movie. I love Yul Brynner. Right. So, it broke my heart to know that not only is Yul Brynner... Not on the show, and not only... Oh, and Jonathan Nolan, interesting enough, when I came in, you asked me what my favorite movie was last time. Are yeah, you going to get to that, that bullshit question? Yeah, yeah. And it was what, Inception? It's bullshit, it's how we end every show. It's the most fascinating question there is. What is your favorite movie? You, people can't narrow Well, how will we end down. the show now? Because you already asked me that. Well, we don't. We talk about something else. What will we talk about? I don't is know. Talk over? about Jonathan Nolan. How will it end? You get off on such tangents. Nolan Ryan. I, I want to hear what you're Nolan Ryan, goddammit! to do with anything. All right, I yeah. said William Blake. I said William Hurt. I said The Hurt Locker, starring that guy. You know, what I'm Jeremy saying? Renner. Yes. Are Jeremy we just playing Renner? like Jeremy Renner? Would you like he to also, have, also wait, played I need to get, serial killer? We're not. We're, we're too far along to really ask this and have it mean something. But should we do an interview or just do uh, non sequitur? We're doing it. Word we're doing it. This is what people want to hear. Word association. It's not word association, is it? I I say Nolan. Potato? You say Nolan Ryan. Then okay, you, like Jack Nolan. Ryan, then Harrison Jack, Ford, then uh, Ford, Lincoln Mercury, Jack and then Ryan, the, Mercury. the guy from The Office, Tom Cruise, the guy who took steroids. Go ahead. What do you want to ask me? John Krasinski. See, why are we talking yeah, about him? He's a whore, he's a horror movie producer. Whore. <laughs> <laughs> See, full circle. It's okay. I was going to talk about Westworld. Yeah, let's talk about Westworld. We, we I like I like Westworld. I haven't seen it either, but they spent a lot of money on the show. When they shot the first season, they shot eight episodes. They scrapped them all, and they shot eight more. That's why the first season was so good. It took two years for the first season to come out. Second season, they lost their way, but really, it's just a lot of egos. Jonathan Nolan, I guess he made a show with Jim Caviezel a couple years before that. Called, it was about... Made a show with Jim Caviezel? In uh-huh. New York. It shot in New York, and it was like the CIA, and they were like spying on people. He was a cop, and they hired some genius, and they were going to bring down people. Oh, you know I know show? what you're talking about. Yeah. So yeah, Jonathan yeah. Nolan did that show with his showrunner, and that's why they got all this money to do Westworld. But really, Westworld is just a hunk of junk. It's an HBO show that to Game of Thrones, Sopranos, which I guess they still haven't clicked in. It's porn. Uh, they took HBO out of the word HBO Max. Like, that's the part. Now that's just called it's just Max. Max. They which took you, the HBO which, out? Which, HBO is the prestige word of those two. Be, there used to be a Cinemax, right? Yeah. Which used to have, like, kind of softcore porn. Yeah. So now when I, watch, when I watch Max, which, by the way, I use my wife's account. I hope she's not watching this, because she wouldn't. Because I just joined Facebook to try to get $40,000 from her. But I use her Max account, which I probably pay for anyway. What the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, Skinamax. You the know point what I'm is, saying? They should have kept HBO, because that's the... Established, respectable brand of, I, I guess of all that all of that filmmaking, Game so of Thrones. HBO is nowhere and, anymore. Yeah, it's nowhere. HBO doesn't exist. It's still on the old shows like Sex and the City. It's like an HBO. Curb your enthusiasm. I mean, yeah, same. They but still make that now. It's on. I think so. Yeah. What do you think of Larry David? He's pretty funny. What do you like? 
What do I like? Yeah. What do you think's funny? Well, I do a show called the Ford Fiesta, which you can watch right here on the. Uh, Why am I not on that show? It's actually you can listen what to. What kind it. of show is that about a car? Uh, no. See, that's where we fooled you. It's about Harrison Ford. We're watching one movie per episode of his entire career. Did you know there are seven movies before American Graffiti that have Harrison Ford in them, and they were I, fun to watch? I was under the impression that he is this a true story. He did a crap he, ton of TV. Was he not a carpenter when he was? Doing Star Wars, but he was an actor already. Correct. Okay, but it wasn't going that well, and he had a kid or whatever, so he like started carpentry on the lot, and then who saw uh, him here and there? Yeah, like he built Sergio Menendez's Sergio Menendez Sergio Mendez. Lyle you Lyle Menendez? Menendez. Yeah, I think just oh, your I presence brought the word Menendez. He out shot OJ. Sergio Mendez. They, they he like built his studio. He, like, Sergio Mendez is a singer, dude. Yeah, yeah, producer. I'm, but who's also Menendez? Lyle, Men- Lyle, Kyle, Lyle Menendez. Yeah, it's the guys who, the twins who killed how about, their parents. How about Mendoza? How about flub. Mendoza, the arch villain on The Simpsons? See, Mendoza! Up and at them. Uh, Big Bane. <laughs> but, uh, so anyway, that's what I, so Harrison Ford is what I like, yeah. Ford Fiesta. Exactly. We celebrate Do you like movies. him in Apocalypse now? I think he's, he's, he's quite good he in Apocalypse He launches now. the whole plot. He's the one who sends... Is Apocalypse now made before Star Wars? He sets up the line. We need you to... <clears throat> and he, he always does this. <clears throat> we need you to <clears throat> exterminate the... Uh, he just seems <clears throat> like not a good guy. He just seems like he doesn't... I don't really understand Harrison. Do you think Harrison Ford is talented? Absolutely. Why he is that? He underplays most things. Very, very Just well. because I think he's a compelling person doesn't mean... I don't think he's a particularly good actor. You're not seeing Har- Harrison Ford is like... He's a, he's a movie star. He's not an actor. I would disagree. What have you seen him in that he's acted? Honestly. Witness. No, no. He's still Harrison Ford. Nope. And he's young. Presumed he innocent. Re- what else? Presumed innocent. Um, stuff Regarding that he's Henry? acted best in, The Fugitive. But he's, he's still Harrison. But that's Harrison. But you know it's Harrison Ford. You're not like, you recognize him, you see him. You you never like, who is that? Yeah, but there's some skill in portraying that and using your best assets I'm to play a character. I'm not saying not skill. It just doesn't, I don't think it makes him an actor. I and I would say John Book and Richard Kimball and Rusty Savage from uh, Presumed Innocent are all wildly different characters. Yes. Really? Why would you? One's say a that? cop. One's on the run, and the other is like an, a lawyer accused of his. You think cops and lawyers uh, are like they're all like these professional? Murder. They all look like they wear. They all seem like. Well, he's good at that. You're not going to cast him as uh, whatever the Gary Oldman's role was in State of Grace. It's why not? Okay. Happen. Why? Why don't I get either? Oh, I don't get Gary Oldman's role in State of Grace, nor do I get Harrison Ford's role. I'm not getting any roles. What anymore. am I supposed to do? Am I, uh, what are you supposed to do? Not, <laughs> what are you supposed? I want to hear your story about about it. what. About what your state of your acting career is. Okay. And talking to the I mic ha- for you, you're talking around the mic. I have no agent. Okay, my agent was Buckwald. But then they threatened my daughter's life on the phone while I was shooting Bass Reeves. They literally told me they were going to make a snuff film with my daughter. This was about three in the morning. And I was like, can you say that again? Because I just couldn't believe that what for was real? going That is 100% for real. Now, why did they do that? Because they... They thought I was being an ass because I didn't like, want to do it. We need to go back to your new project, right? Okay. You want to talk? Well, the, the newest one that I just did. Lawman okay. Bass Reeves. Lawman Bass Reeves I shot. So I don't know. It's August. I shot that in March or April. Okay. The fifth episode. I think it's a short form eight episode or six episode series um, about the Lone Ranger, who apparently is Bass Reeves. To make a long story short, he was a slave who was freed by his owner and then educated and then became a Texas Ranger. He brought thousands of men to justice, killed 13 men. My character, one of the men who he killed, supposedly in the story. And I was super excited about this project. I hadn't acted in a long time. My agents, they were, I remember speaking to them a week before, like, is this something you still want to do? And I'm like, yeah. And I had this long beard up until a couple weeks ago. And I'm like, they're like, you got to cut your beard. I'm like, I'm not cutting my beard. So I had this long beard. I threw out a tape for about, I didn't even know what it was. Look, I'm not a, but anytime I can do a Southern accent, I'm down. Southern or Russian, I'm down. So I, I show up at Texas and it's just a shit show from the get go and it was horrible. So I'll, I'll, I'm open to talking about anything you want. I, I, I tried to behave. They just didn't let me. It, it ended with them literally escorting me to the Texas line. I was. What prompted that? I got it. So we shot. I think I was going to shoot for four days. It was a guest spot 
um, was an actual character, and it was a pretty simple thing. It was maybe eight or nine pages of a 48, however long many pages of thing. It wasn't a lot of stuff. There was, he was going to come in. He'd been pursuing me for a while. And, of course, I'm in the general store. Where I'm, I'm holed up in there. There's a shootout. He chases me, and then he shoots me and brings me to justice. Okay? Now, it, when it ends, there's a, the last shot is I whisper something into Bass Reeves' ear as he's you know, over me and whatever. We pan off into some bullshit Western thing, right? So I don't know what he says. So I go to the producer. I'm like, is there, do you guys have something? Because I'm trying to plan it. What is it? What are you going for here? Is he... Because my guy is painted as, you know, a bad man. He's like an outlaw. Is he, at the end, does he have a change of heart or is he just a prick till he dies? That's important. As he whispers something, he's like, forgive me, like, tell my widow or play Carnegie Hall or I love you, Bass Reeves, like, touch my balls. Something like that, right? So he goes, look, I don't know. Why don't you go ask David? So David Ayawalu, who played Martin Luther King, trained British actor. I haven't met him yet. I hear from the driver he's a method actor. So, now, they're going to set up a conversation. They're going to set up a con- Like, I can't just go and ask him, Hey! Oh, I see. They're setting up a conversation in real life. Okay. Yeah, so now, we're in, the middle of, we're in the middle of nowhere in Fort Worth. They built this ranch. It's fucking beautiful. They got a lot of money. It's, we're, it's 1800s. It's Texas. I'm wearing wool. It's Fort Worth. It's 1,000 degrees. Uh, and, you know, we're working all day. So that's the first day I go up to him. I go, hello, David. And he's, he's talking in a thick southern accent. So I figure, I don't clock it because I don't really know who David Iwalu is. I figure he's a black southern guy. Okay, like Seagal. I thought Seagal was a black southern man. <laughs> Apparently he's not. This guy also is not a black southern man. So I go and say, look. you know, in the last British, right? Yeah, he's yeah. British. But I say to him, look, uh, hey, David, you know, blah, blah, blah. On the last page, I say this to you. He goes, you're a dirty criminal, I'm bringing you to justice. I was like, okay. So he's not what? dropping. Yeah, I, 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 at first I thought he's joking. So I was like, <laughs> I know that right, I'm a dirty criminal. That right. Yeah, that right. Yeah, yeah. So we go this back and forth. And then at one point, are you allowed to say the word cracker? <laughs> he calls me a cracker. Now, cracker. Which I guess is a... Well, you know what it, what it stems from. No. Whip cracker. Whip cracker? Yeah. Okay. Like, from slave times. That's where that word comes from. Okay. Oh, okay. That's, so it is offensive. It's not never going to be as offensive as the N-word. It's actually not that offensive. I didn't actually realize... I actually didn't know. So, yeah, but, basic, it has, but it has its base in so ugly So basically, stuff, if you know? somebody... It's, the, it's not either you're a saltine. It has its... Roots in an ugly, but essentially situation. he's a cute. He he would be calling me a cracker, which is a callback to somebody who cracked a whip, who, who whipped I a black dude at some point. All right, so this would be in fitting with the characters. Yes, eighteen hundreds. He was a slave. He'd been cracked a few times by a whip. If, if you're prepping for the scene, if you're prepping this for is the all scene, on but the table. I've never met him before. Correct. So just him and I. There's right. no cameras. Right, right. He's calling me a cracker. Right. So I turn around. I I call him something. Not quite a cracker. I don't call him a Ritz. I don't call him a O'Henry bar. But I call him something. He doesn't like what I call him. And then I walk away. That's it. That's it. We shoot. It's all good. It's really good. The director is not a cracker. There's not a lot of crackers there. So second day, third day, it's hot. Uh, I st- everything's going fine. I don't have anything else to say with David. I just let it go. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what the last scene is. We haven't shot it. They're going to shoot it in order. And most of the time, I'm shooting with the guy who plays DiCaprio's son in The Revenant. The guy who plays the native, DiCaprio's native son in The Revenant. And yeah. he's, Will he, Poulter? No, no. Will Poulter plays the white. He oh, yeah, right, 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 right. He plays the actual son. Oh, the son. Yeah, I don't like know. He's got like a yeah, half, yeah. Okay. kind of half yeah, native, yeah. half from... You, because uh, he plays a tracker in that movie. Sorry, so the yes, guy, who, so the guy's playing, and I guess he's playing the Tonto role. So most of my scenes are with him, and then and then the Lone Ranger comes in at the end, and we have this shootout, and that's supposedly that's in the script. Now we don't get to that, so I'm wondering what's going on. And at some point, I say to one of the days, "Look, I don't feel well. It's hot, and it's I, maybe I need to take a break." He goes, it's Texas. It's Texas. Whoa. He goes. He goes. Look, um, let's just get this next shot in. I'll get you to some shade because it was also 
the way the set was, there was no shade. They were just trying to shoot, and then there was a shaded area, like a few hundred yards away, because they were trying to keep out of out of camera. But anyway, something happens, and I I faint. And now they're telling me, okay, but it's the end of the day. We got to shoot some stuff. I'm a little embarrassed. I see that I'm on the ground. Somebody comes over to me. Hey, bro, you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. They're like, how many fingers am I holding up? I'm like, two. They're like, yeah, huh? All right. Next thing I know, you know, of course, there's an ambulance there because insurance-wise. So they tell me, you're going to the hospital. I'm like, oh, I, no, it's been a long day. I just want to go back to my room. I, I don't want to go to the hospital. And we're, we're, we're now like an hour and a half outside of where the room is. So I've been up for 12 hours. I'm hot. I just, now I just want to go home. They're, gonna, they're closing for the day. Look, just go to the hospital because, and, and just show up, and then they'll release you. Doctor will have a look at you, tell you, oh, yeah, you, you need a drink of water. So I go. It takes a long time. I get into a van with an AD, and I imagine a PM production manager, whoever's there. I don't really know anybody there. Go to the hospital. But I really, I feel fine. We get there. There's nobody there. They check me in. What's the problem? I don't have a problem. Well, what are you doing here? Well, the production, blah, 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 blah. I hand them my ID. They check me in. And now the doctor's like, mm, I'm going to give you something. I'm like, well, I don't want anything. Well, I'm going to give you something. But I don't want anything. I'll give you something. Give you a little something. I don't want a little something. Are you a doctor? No. Well, I'm the doctor. Yeah. Well, I'm going to prescribe you something. Yeah, but I don't have to take it. Then the production's in there. Well, you do have to take it. Well, you told me that I could leave. All right, now I want to leave. Well, you can't leave. Just you, you can't. What do you mean I can't? I want to go. So now I'm in Texas, and now, you know, like, you don't want to cause... Uh, look, I'm not the easiest actor to get along with, but I also don't want to cause shit. Now I'm at the point where, uh, I kind of fainted on the set. Am I problematic at this point? I'm now being a little... Maybe I'm not being cooperative because I'm not letting the doctor inject me with whatever. So I just go back to my room. But at this point now, I'm a little aggressive. They tell me I'm being aggressive now. I'm using some colorful language. Because they're not listening to you? Well, they're not, they don't seem to care. They're, they, they're, they, what they want to tell me is I'm not aware because of the heat, so I can't, I'm not really in the right mind to be making decisions. I'm like, are you declaring me like unfit? They're like, we're not telling you that. And I'm like, but you're telling me I can't make the decision. You're telling me I need to take what you want to... Anyway, I was just like, fuck off. I'm going home. If I won't go back to my hotel room, I got one day to shoot. This guy called me a cracker. I just want to go home. I want to, take, I want to make my $8,500 and go home. Next day I show up, five in the morning, they come to pick me up. Well, but I go home and have a bath, right? In the bathtub, I get a call from Paramount, who's a producer. Hello, my name is blah, blah, blah. I'm from Paramount. Can I help you? Everything okay? I'm in the bathtub. Well, we're all friends, right? I'm like, what? Anyway, I, I go to sleep, but not really, because I'm kind of wired. So I get up, I haven't had much sleep. Anyways, I got one more day, I figure... And then I'm supposed to stay one more day and then go home the following day. I've been there for a week. Whatever. Get to set in the morning. Knock on my door. Who's at my door? Who's at my door? Knock, knock. Sidney Poitier? No, it's David Ayoualu. Guess who's coming to dinner, but it's breakfast. And he has an English accent now. And he's like, hello, Michael. Can we have a talk? I'm like, I'm the cracker from yesterday. You want, you want to talk to me now in my trailer? Yeah, he comes in. Hello, how are you? That's how he talks. Not like that. Right, no, he's British. Yeah. yeah, he's British. And now he wants to know if everything's okay and if I'm considering suing Paramount. I'm like, for what? He's like, oh, no, no, nothing. And I was like, listen, David, I think you need to get out of my trailer right now. Just like that. What, what are you talking about? Um, did I stutter? Get out of my trailer now, David. But, 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 David, get out of my fucking trailer because I got to go to work in a bit, okay? I got a scene with you, you bitch. So get out of my fucking trailer. So he leaves. Two minutes later, another knock at the door. Who is it? Hello, it's David. Who's with David? His wife. Who's his wife? The executive at Paramount who called me on the phone yesterday telling me that we were friends. Now, she wants to know if I'm going to sue. And I was like, I don't know anything about suing, but from all you're telling me, should I? Should I sue you? Is that what you're telling me? Do I have grounds to sue you? What have you done? Is there a problem here? Is there anything we can do for you? Yeah, you can get the fuck out of my trailer, first of all, and go get me some coffee. 
No, we'll get you some coffee. No, no, no. You, you, go get me some fucking coffee. Okay? I want you to do it. I don't want a fucking AD. I don't want your fucking assistant. I want you to bring me some fucking coffee. And then you and I will talk. But until that happens, fuck off. So you're Paramount. What would you do? Fire me? That's what they do. But they don't fire me. They just keep me on set and decide they're going to shoot the rest of the scenes in long shot with a photo double, who I've never seen before. So I decide the honey wagon or where they keep the trailers is about a quarter or a mile offset. In the, like, we're in the middle of nowhere. So I just decide I'm going to fucking walk to set, which they don't want me to. So I go to set, and they're shooting. Where am I? So David Let's and- do, Let me just say... Lest you think I don't record in my garage, the gardener has come to mow the lawn and trim the weeds. But let me tell you something. SAG has sent the gardener. It's David Ayoualu's to, to, gardener. To stop your story. he can't afford the gardener because there's a strike. Make as much noise as you can. Drown out Michael's story. Woohoo! 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 By the way, David Ayoualu? Huh? Isn't it Oyelowo? Who cares? Really? I think it is. You're going to have him confuse somebody else? Oh, Oprah, yeah. Oprah! Oprah! Yeah. And I, so, not only they're not getting me coffee, I'm now, now I'm, there's obviously something going on, and they're just trying to figure out, I guess, what they should do. Because I don't have my cell phone, but I imagine there's stuff going on. They must be talking to people. They must be trying to figure out what I, because I haven't really done anything. I fainted the day before, and now I've been a little difficult, because they're kind of figuring out if I'm going to sue them. I don't know kind of what their position is. I don't even know if I could sue. I don't think I could. All I did was fall down. Maybe a negligence. Maybe if I was a bitch, I could sue them. And I don't know. Forcing meds on Yeah, you? Isn't, it, isn't that what happened to the guy? Isn't that what happened? Funny enough, not Bastries, but Christopher Reeves? Christopher Reeves? Keanu Reeves? What about him? They're all Reeves. Okay. You no, know, Christopher Reeves fell down? Chris Reeves was thrown off a horse and permanently paralyzed. That's kind of what happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's the same thing. <laughs> they didn't have any coffee. Right. So... I started to get angry that there was no coffee, and I started to yell for coffee. She didn't bring me coffee. Then I just started to be a prick. When I found out they were shooting stuff and they didn't fire me, I figured they'd fire me already. So I just started to be a dick for the next couple hours until they literally told me I had to leave. What did you think that would get you? Like, What was your goal? Well, I had already been fired, so I figured I had nothing to lose. I was just going to be a dick, and I just wanted to play. So the goal was be a dick. Not to be a dick, but just to see how far I could put, like, to kind of see what they, because nobody had told me anything. Nobody said, you're fired because we're worried about we're going to sue, but now you're being a dick because David called you a cracker. I don't really know. It just seems so many things were going on. David oh, was a dick. they were worried about this, I don't know. The, the scene. They didn't want to put us together, yeah. clearly, yeah. because he had been an asshole to me the day before, and now all of a sudden he's English in my trailer, but he doesn't want to talk to me in a southern accent in a tent, but now he's with his wife. So I don't know, even know what's going on. I don't know why he's talking to me. He sh- probably shouldn't be. If anybody's talking about suing, they should be talking to my agent, who, by the way, then I'm talking to him at 3 in the morning, and he's threatening my daughter. Like, they're all a bunch of... They all fold when it comes to Paramount. And then I, I take it up with SAG. There's nothing anybody can do. Nothing anybody can do. I got paid for the job. They shot me out. I don't know how it's going to end. They shot it in long shot. How did the day end? You were a dick, and then... They were like, it's time for you to go. And I'm like, I'm just going to get changed. No, 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 you go now. I'm like, what do you mean? In my wardrobe? They're like, yeah, we'll just send your stuff to your room. I'm like, to my hotel? I'm like, fuck that. No, no, I'm going back to change, bitch. So I go back to the trailer, I change. And now I'm starting to go like, what's going on? So I get into my ride. It's an hour from the hotel room. My flight's in two days. Get into the van. They shot me out. They tell me I'm wrapped. Fine. I figure I'm fired. Okay. Go back to the room. I figure I'll have one more day in Texas, and then I'll just go home. What else am I going to do? No, no, no. I get a call. They're taking you to the airport. In wardrobe? Yeah. I've also been shot, right? I've got a... They shoot me in the chest. I'm like, wait a second. I'm in a... I'm in 18th century wardrobe. I've got a bullet hole in my chest. You want me to get on a fucking plane? Why? Why? What have I done? Paramount wants you to go home. Paramount could suck. Have they fired me? Paramount can't fucking tell me what to do. Well, Paramount wants you to go to the hotel room because now they're going to charge you with trespassing. How the fuck are they going to charge me with trespassing? Oh, but that's what they're going to do. So I go back to the hotel. I'm like, fuck all you. I go up. I call a lawyer. This guy in Toronto who I haven't spoken to. In, that's where I'm from. 
I didn't go to his wedding because his wife wanted to have sex with me. That's another story. That's I call another him. Story. Yeah, it's another story. He goes, look, he's Canadian. He can't do anything. But at least I got a lawyer now. He so now at all Paramount is now trying to do is get me on a plane out. But I'm going to be there. I don't care. I have my flight and I'm going to wait. So I lock my hotel room, and they knock on the door the whole night. 11 a.m. the next morning, I stay awake the whole night. There's phone calls. I'm arguing with my agents. They call my ex-wife. They call my sister. Three, my sister. My sister is on the phone. It's four in the morning. I figure I got to be hallucinating. At 11 a.m., I'm standing there. I hear. They take the front door off its hinges. There are two cops, a bunch of security from the hotel, executives, everybody's standing there. I'm there with my knapsack. The room is spotless. And the cops just look and shake their heads and they walk off. And now they're going to take me to the airport finally to get on my flight, which I do. And I go home. Well, I go to the desert and that's it. So I don't know what's going on. What I do know is Bass Reeves, the lawman, whatever, is going to be coming on the air in a month. There's a SAG strike on right now. They just released a shitty trailer. I know the scene that I'm in is in the trailer. I'm not in the scene. Don't know what's going to happen. They did pay me. I no longer have an agent. They told, Paramount told me I would never work again anywhere. But that's what they always say, right? You'll never Can work they in do this that? Town. You'll never work in this town again. Yeah. Like, but what does that even mean to work? Like, I won't get the opportunity to suck David Ayawalu's Oprah-fied penis on a Paramount show anymore while I'm wearing a cowboy hat, eating a David Fincher, Kevin Costner fudgicle? Come on. I mean, come on. What should I do? That's it. That's, That's my story. swan song. I might win an Emmy. I hear my performance is pretty good. That's it. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> so I got 8000 bucks, and as far as I know, I'm not going to do any more acting, as far as I know. I'm, I'm going so to So why did India. Buckwald get involved with, with any of that? Because uh, I guess... And, and what, what was the threat all about? Well, I guess they're like, Who, we can't control your... Your actor's not going home. And they're like... And then they called me up like, he's my dad. He's like, well, Paramount wants you to go home. I was like, well, why don't you tell Paramount to fuck themselves? Or why isn't Paramount calling me? Why am I talking to you? Why can Paramount call me in the bathtub or come to my room and ask me if they're going to sue me? And then when I say, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, then they want me to go home and they fire me. It just seemed like there was a bunch of things I couldn't figure out. And then you go like, am I crazy? Conspiracies? And I think the last time we talked about member conspiracies, and you're like, why would that happen? And you're looking at me right now with this, like, this look, like, like, like Tom Cruise in Top Gun with not enough oxygen. I'm trying but, to remember what, what we were talking about in the past. Conspiracies. Conspiracies to sully my name. To, to make a mockery of my talents as a performer. To unite the world. Uh, to teach the world to sing. <laughs> that kind of thing. It was going someplace. John Wick for a Four. There. John Wick Four is a good movie. It is. Okay. How do you want to close this thing out? Have we? Have we? Didn't we just? John Wick Four is a good movie. Good night, everybody. No, 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 no. no. Okay. Uh, why do you tell this? Story? Why do you tell this story? Which about Bastries? Yeah. Because because it's true, and because I am not an actor of any consequence, and I don't know if this shit happens all the time, but I know that I know that um, I'm an intense person, but. The business of acting is complete bullshit. Like, it's supposed to be about... Look, I know you from a Meisner class. Meisner is about the world of the play. When you take an outlaw, and when you take a black man and a white man, and one guy is hanging another guy, and one guy is shooting another guy, and there's no law, and you put two people in a room, and you say, okay, let's play this. Let's do this. Who's in charge of that? Like, you're using real emotions. You're supposed to do it for real. You go to class. You want to mine your, 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 your dark stuff. Like, and then you just, everybody thinks, you turn it on, you turn it off. It's not real. But there's no space to really explore, to have a conversation for real darkness. If somebody killed somebody else, I figure something must have happened. Why are they telling this story if they don't really want to tell it? They don't really want to. What they want to do is they want to have a bunch of cowboy kind of things and sell you a cowboy hat and they want you to sit down with your wife or your girlfriend and watch HBO and hold hands or Paramount or whatever you're going to do and that's it. They, they want you to feel safe. But meanwhile, it's about 
people killing people, slavery, bringing people to justice. I mean, it's nuts. It's nuts. So why do I tell the story? Because it really happened. And I think they want to tell the story. And I went there as an artist to tell the story. And I was completely treated like shit. And just basically because I don't have money and I'm not paramount, they're basically thinking that I'm just going to lay down and not say anything, which I guess I could. Because that's what people do to get the next job. They just don't make a problem. Don't tell the truth. And then, but then somebody can go, Kevin Spacey raped me. If I'm a chick with big lips, I can claim anybody raped me. Right? I can do that. But if I drop from, because they've had me in a wool uniform at 100 degrees, I'm only making $8,000 anyway, which is not even like Tom Cruise's hair budget. What, why? I just think people need to know or should know that they're watching a show that apparently has values. That's about slavery. That's about a black man who's educated, who's now working for the system to bring people to justice. But the show itself is such horse shit. It's just a bunch of egos and a bunch of money and just a bunch of Hollywood bullshit. That's why I'm telling this story. And on top of that, I got nothing better to do. And it's Tuesday. And I like to be in your garage. And I want to smell your piano. And that Shamar Moore is a handsome guy. Look at him. Look at, like, just look at, he's got, like, look at that. That's what a cop looks like. Like, you expect the cop to look like that now. No, you want the cop to look, look like Look a 70s cop. Is that what they look like? Why do In they the look 70s? like that now? In the 70s? No, yeah. they look like Gene Hackman. That's right. But who do you trust? Gene Hackman or Shamar Moore? No, Gene Hackman. Why? Because he's wearing a stupid hat, and he's on a subway, they're taking Pelham 123, and this guy bringing me to justice on the young and the restless? That's right. I got a color goatee and a bald head. Yeah, SWAT. Tune in next week. Thanks. Wait, did... So, I need to clarify. Yeah. Buckwald threatened your family. Just my daughter. How, I mean, but why? Well, I'm not Buckwald. Michael Carr, who works for Buckwald, I assume represents Buckwald, told me... He goes, your daughter, we're going to rape your daughter, we're going to film it, stuff like that. Really? On the phone. Boy, I don't even understand the on goal a three of that. Yeah, I, that's why I was like, what the... F what's going on here? It was three in the morning. I guess he was just pissed off. I guess you just reach for straws. I'm a guy... It's really hard to... Because I think I have... I've been humiliated so many different ways. It's really hard to get to me. So I imagine, what are you going to do? You threaten my daughter. But that doesn't really get to me. Like, he's some fat guy with an afro. Is he... Here's the other thing. Like, if you really follow it through, like... My daughter, if anybody was going to fuck her, it wouldn't be that guy. Jesus. That's just the way you, you probably couldn't even get it up. That's just the way you got to look at her. You got to be logical. It's like, but it really is like Tom Cruise in Tropic Thunder, right? Like, yes, that that's guy. the thing. Like, you think it's funny, but, but, not, but Tom Cruise obviously better. Like, it's just some but guy the, and his wife's cell phone. But that guy phone. is so over the top about all this meaningless movie making stuff that that's what it seems you encountered. Right. Yes, but it's not over the top because really what it is, he wants his job. So in order to push his actors to Paramount, Paramount goes, you know, fuck you, Buckwald. Because you had this one douchebag, so now he's got to kiss their ass. Yeah. Why? Just because. Wouldn't you make somebody kiss your ass because you can? Would you? They should get your back no, but though, as you? your agent. They should, but do they? Or SAG should have my back. Yeah. Somebody. You don't even have my back. Are you still a SAG member? No. I I'm... Well, I haven't paid my dues because there's no point. Why would I pay my dues? And so I guess if you don't, you stop being a SAG member. Well, they can't stop you from working everywhere. You, you, you could find some work, I think. Yo, <laughs> on a union Commercials? job, on a union job yeah. working for David Fincher, I made $2,000 on Netflix. And the rest of that, and that's commission and tax. $2,000 net on a Netflix show. That's what you make for Mindhunter. You know what I'm saying? Two thousand US so the work doesn't even excite you monetarily I don't do it for the money yeah. and and obviously I don't do it to have David Iwalu not get me coffee in Texas so why am I doing it why am I doing it to put on a mustache so now you're not now you don't care now I'm not doing it I'm okay. just talking about it that's yeah. why I'm so I'd rather talk about it so you're on the other side of acting are you are you, are you broken up about it I just think it I think I my illusion it's that's what it always was it's there to sell you shit it's not about art it's there to sell you something. Well, I think the strike is exposing that. The guys who are in charge of these studios aren't filmmakers. What guys? Zaslav, Iger, all them. Yeah, they're they're there to make their stockholders money. Yeah. That's all it is. They're there to sell you popcorn or a lifestyle. Who started yeah. United Artists? Right? Wasn't it like Douglas Fairbanks, Mary Pickford? 
actors? Chaplin. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. you 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 can't believe that. And then okay, so what happened? Yeah. So what happened? Well, they they soon get pushed out by money, money, money. But somebody who? But we should when return they, to that. Tom form. Cruise. Yeah. Tom. Right. Tom Cruise did it. Tom Cruise. Spielberg. The studios, the directors. Scorsese. Well, look in the late seventies. Yeah, certainly. The studios moved from wanting to make the great American movie to the great American blockbuster. But what is the purpose of a movie to begin with? Yeah, what is the purpose of a movie? I think to tell you a story. I think it's a story Glenn Close told once. It's to change your molecule, change your molecules to make you a different person than you were before you watched it. But okay, so okay, but now it seems like that's oh, not the yeah, goal anymore. I know the goal is lost. Well, but so then what is it like this? It seems like you need to represent everybody all the time in a movie. Like, I went to see Barbie. People are upset because the people who work at Mattel, there's not enough women who work at Mattel. I don't understand. It's a fictitious... Yeah, there are, there are, yeah, there are women on the board of Mattel, but they're all men in the movie. But they're all men in the movie because it's funny. Well, and it's something for Barbie to butt up so against. Then, so, then at what point, so then at what point do... Com- so if you then go, comedians are not allowed... So if you take look, if you take away the gesture from the king, what happens? What happens? Yeah, just there's no art anymore. It's not art. Yeah, it's it's commerce. Art. That's yeah. all it is. Yeah, it's a it's a way now to control. So it's not art because art is supposed to be the thing that keeps I would imagine everything honest because it can comment on it. Now no, now it is the control. Art becomes the control. So they buy artists because they're starving. So there's a COVID thing where they make nothing or. You can only make things under crazy circumstances. You have to get COVID tests every two seconds. You have to wear a mask. The actors have to be like 30 feet apart. I don't, I don't understand. That's the way they film it. Now there's a strike. So they've got actors where they want them. They're, they're already puppets anyway. They're already just willing to open their anuses. And I mean, that's what the whole, that's what wine scene. Are you joking at that of a studio? You're not going to fuck people? They're, they're lined up. There's no me too. It's like, hey, how do I get it? Hashtag me too. Hashtag no kidding. How else do you do it? You got to suck somebody's dick. What, his? Who cares? Everybody's dick. Everybody's dick's getting sucked. Why are they making a big deal about Weinstein? Hashtag what? I don't give a shit. Because he's fat? Maybe. How about his brother? You don't hear from him anymore. Why? Because the whole company took a shit, so. Weinstein. Tarantino. It's going to make one more movie and that'll be it. Can we go? I think we've covered everything. I mean, we can go. What should we talk about? We should talk about That's everything. That's it. That's it. I mean, the last thing I had on here. You want to tell me your favorite movie of all time? <laughs> Why don't you tell me yours? Raiders of the Lost Ark. For real? The first one? For real. Why? Well, first of all, no other movie is going to be with me as long and achieve at such a level of excellence. Do you believe in the lore of that movie? As in, Oh, as no. In, I mean, as, in the, as in the Nazis... Uh, were into like some crazy technology. Sure. Into a cult? Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, te- te- technology? Well, that's technology. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. a cult technology. Like the spear like the essentially the Raiders of the Lost Ark is about the Spear of Destiny, correct? Well it's about the Ark of the Covenant. I mean No. The Spear of Destiny, is that a truthful thing that Hitler was searching for and they okay. based it on this? Yes, the Ark so in World War Two, when the, when when the US found Hitler in his bunker, he was holding the Spear of Destiny. The Spear of Destiny was owned by Genghis Khan, Napoleon. And every emperor or dictator who held that spear ended up dying. It's now back in the museum. Now, apparently that spear... Which museum? Like Smithsonian or something? No, Austria, whatever it is. Now, Hitler... I want to go uh, see that. Yeah. Hitler <laughs> Hitler had his vision of, of everything you know, uh, before he became Hitler, before he even was associated with the National Socialist Party, saw the Flying Dutchman with his association with Wagner, and then went to see that spear in... In Vienna, I think it is in Vienna, and standing in front of the spear had a vision of national socialism and his association with it. The spear is the spear of destiny, the spear of Longinus. Apparently, was owned by a Roman centurion who pierced so, the side so of it's Christ. So the, the, it's the uh, yeah. item at the beginning of the new film. If you haven't seen the Dial of oh, Destiny, yet, no, no, no. that's the is the actual spear. It's in the it's in the opening of the film. And what do they do with it? They are well. The Germans are pursuing it, and it's a flashback to World War II, and Indiana Jones is trying to get it. Well, the the, the plot switches to the present day, which is 1969, and the search for Archimedes' dial, which controls time. Is that a thing? No, it's no Archimedes' dial. Archimedes was the guy who discovered buoyancy. Archimedes' principles: when you get into a bathtub, yeah, you will displace. It's true. That's that's, that's part principle. of the part of the 
but of the, the part top. of them getting to the dial. But at the end of Indiana Jones, that like spear that. goes into that huge warehouse, right, with all the other shit, doesn't it? At the no, end, isn't that what it is? Though, well, I don't want what to they tell you. you. No, at the end, I'm talking about the end of the first Indiana Jones. What are they? Is it? Yeah, what it's are they a big in that warehouse. Thing? Yeah, but what are they putting in the warehouse? Dark in the end of the first movie. But where's the spear? Well, the spear in the first in this movie. Spoiler. No, but the spear is in the arm. The spear is the thing that he puts on for the thing. What are you talking about? No, no, no. That's just the, the staff with a headpiece to the staff of Ra. That's not the right. spear of destiny. No, but the length of it. Remember, he has the one that's not quite the proper length, so it can shine the light in. Well, that's that says that on the on the on the medallion. On the medallion, but it doesn't but ever actual, say that it's the length, the length of, the of the spear is wrong. Yeah, I didn't know it was it had anything to do with the spear of it, destiny. I've seen the movie like 30 times. That's what I'm asking you because <laughs> of the length of the whole point is the length I of the spear. I think that's they call that the staff of Ra over and over again. I don't think it has anything to do with the spear of Britney, Destiny. Britney Spear. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> like a virgin. Uh but in the in the film it turns out the I've seen the Britney, Lance of Longinus I've seen it, Britney Spears vagina in Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. It turns that's out what, that's why I'm doing it. Turns this. Out Paul Blart the, Mall uh, Cop 2. All right. Vagina. Michael Filipowicz, everybody. Britney Spears' vagina. 9-11. Uh, we won't have to do this again because you, you won't have anything new to plug, right? Well, I'm probably not going to be alive. I'm going to Mumbai, and I have nothing to plug, no, other than your butt. <laughs> Stop it.